0: Beyond the Lamplight, both starts and ends this podcast. Yes, they do. Indeed.
1: I'll start it. Uh, So, welcome to our podcast. Uh, I'm Andy Gates. This is my friend. Mackenzie Mackinich. We call him Mack, and today's episode is an episode about seeing Black Sabbath back in, what year was this now? 2016. 2016, and the opening band was one of my favorites, rival sons.
0: Yes, so this was on uh, February 6, 2016 at the Tacoma Dome. In Tacoma, Washington, this was the farewell tour for Black Sabbath, which, you know, whenever you hear those kind of words, you always have to put up a little bit of skepticism, uh, aka Motley Crue
1: and some band you like called KISS. Well, I saw my first, uh, the Who farewell, first farewell tour in 1988. So uh, I've earned being skeptical. And they should have farewelled it back then after that Super Bowl performance they did.
0: He sounds way better now. Does he? He actually does. Okay. Sorry about that. Um. Roger. <laughs> Sorry, Roger. <laughs> Don't hate me, man. Don't unfollow me on Facebook.
1: Keep listening to our podcast, though.
0: Yeah. He's one of our top subscribers. True story. Anyway. <laughs> Roger Daltrey. So, yeah. So back to the show, though. I mean, we're talking Black Sabbath, the complete legends, the mortals. I had never seen them before. Like, did you? Did you see Sabbath before that?
1: Did you get to see any of Ozzy's incarnations before that? Was that the no. first time you
0: saw Ozzy? This is my very first time even seeing Ozzy
1: Osbourne. Yeah, I want to say it's about 1985. I saw Ozzy on the, I don't know, was it was a crazy train tour, but that's what it was. But I saw him years ago with a different band. Got it.
0: Uh, was that, by the way, was that before Randy Rhodes or? Or uh yeah, I think Randy Rhodes was gone by then.
1: I got really high with my friend Ralph, who was an absolute uh, pothead, and the only thing I remember about that show was that Ozzy has a big blue slash green tattoo across half of his chest. Other than that, Randy Rhodes, Mandy Schodes, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, shout out to your friend Ralph, by the way. I think we mentioned him in the uh the very first episode, so yeah. Anyway, so we're going to try to get back to this. So back to Black Sabbath, uh, like they were saying, it was supposed to be their farewell tour. Um, for me, this was a, another pretty big nostalgia show. My parents saw Sabbath back in the day in the early 70s. Um, I mean, they saw Sabbath. They saw Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. They were on, the, went to that tour. They saw Santana, the band. Uh, my dad saw Zeppelin. I mean, that's
1: that's the cloth that I'm cut from. So... I was cut from uh I don't think my parents have ever seen a show. Not a one. Any show ever. Between them. Absolutely. Wow. What do they do? Oh, they had four kids.
0: That sounds awful.
1: <laughs> four kids? Or they're not going to shows. Or both. Both. <laughs> no
0: offense to any of my friends with four
1: kids. Or to my brothers and sisters.
0: Glad you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so we're trying to get back
1: to uh, to Sabbath here. You know, it's a show. It's, it's a coma dome. It, it's, it fucking sucks. It's a pain in the ass to get there no matter the day of the week or time of day. It's a fucking fire hazard. It's a wooden dome, which is bullshit, but I'll get off my high horse. Sound quality is not good there. But
0: this was, a, it was their only option. They weren't coming anywhere else close. This was allegedly going to be the last time that to ever even get to see Sabbath. So it's like, you have to go to the show. There's just no, it's not preferred. But if that's your only choice, you just kind of hold your nose with a bobby pin going in and say, let's rock and roll. I was a little skeptical just because days earlier, I'd actually seen ACDC at that exact same venue. And while I would say that they were good, uh, they were not great. You know, like the ACDC at that point was, and they still had Brian. This is right before. That. That, was, that
1: was my question. Was it Brian or was it Axel? Yeah, it was right before
0: the Axl Rose thing.
1: You know, I got to see
0: Angus play Let There Be Rock, so that alone was worth the price of admission. But, I mean, everything was completely scripted. It's like if I would have gone to Vancouver or wherever the next day, I would have heard the exact same songs in the exact same order. The same solos would have been the same notes. Like it was – it was good, but I, it wasn't incredible, which is why I was a
1: little skeptical for Sabbath. Fair enough. I was skeptical just because, you know, I saw a whole lot of the MTV series, The Osbournes. So <laughs> Ozzy couldn't enunciate a single fucking word. The only thing in is, I like, Yeah, right get the fucking. Cat. <laughs> and it's like okay, let's make that an episode. Completely fair. I yeah. was very skeptical, and I had absolutely no idea if there were any original members of Black Sabbath. I mean, they're not my favorite band. I saw Ozzy, and I listened to the band, but Jesus Christ, they could all be dead for all I know.
0: Well, they had you now they still had uh, Geezer Butler and Tommy Amani, or however you say his last name. Oh, no, so man. it was yeah, so they had three of them, but. Agreed. Oh, so we walked into this one a little bit, like, eh, what's what all's gonna happen with this? Should we talk about everything that happened band performance wise and then some of the other theatrics, or
1: where do you want to go with this? I, I think we should start with the opener. Um, you're, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, fair enough. The two you were there to see. I went to see Rival Sons and Rival Sons is a band I got turned on to years before uh a friend of mine, Jeff Tuttle, you know, we'd trade you know, new music with each other every now and again, and Rival Sons was part of it. And, man, they're good. Um, Back then, I would consider them sort of under the Led Zeppelin tree of kind of sounding music. Not quite as bad as Greta Van Fleet. They're trying to be Led Zeppelin, and that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But Rival Sons, fuck, I was all about it. So with that, you know, and I'm skeptical about Black Sabbath, my intention was to stand the entirety of Rival Sons' set. Went there to see them. They're the band, so I'm standing and. Well, let's talk about where our seats were first. Uh probably two rows in front of the stage, hundred level with a pretty good view. Yeah. Not too bad. Not down in front, like not
0: down on front or on the floor where we would normally be. No, we're
1: about 15, 20 rows back from, you know, sort of the the floor and whatnot. And we're
0: off to the side, but they're good seats. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Again, we don't sit in shitty seats.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And, you know, um, you know, Rabble Sons comes out and I'm standing I'm standing I'm standing. And all of a sudden I start hearing people behind me saying, sit down, sit down, sit down. <laughs> They're just giving me shit. And I'm like, and again, I start with polite and I did, I said, I'm sorry. I came here to see this band. I am not going to sit down. And then the guy behind me, who is has the preferred seat from our angle to see the stage apparently his wife couldn't see the stage he's like my wife can't see and I said well why don't you switch seats with her (laughs) I'm not sure that really did well for him yeah so you know I said and then the more and more people behind us are you know saying words why don't you jump in there to some of the words
0: well, they definitely said a lot of words, a lot of, a lot of cussing. They said, these folks are probably four rows back behind us, something, which I, honestly, it's like, they should have been able to see over us. I mean, it, you're not that tall. And I stood a little bit during Rival Sons. I sat for probably most of it just because I'd like Rival Sons, but I was definitely not into them the way Andy is for sure. I think, I think they're good, but, um, but, but I'd never seen them either. So. You know, I stood, I sat, and I'm usually like that when it comes to shows, unless it's somebody I'm very, very stoked and I'm jazzed
1: anyway. So. And that was me. Yeah. That was me that night. Totally jazzed. And more and more people, I'm hearing more and more voices, and then they start throwing things. Yeah. We start getting objects thrown Food, out Food, tissues. Popcorn, the end of a popcorn bag. And I'm sitting here like, hey, uh, I'm sitting. <laughs> it's, it's this guy. Yeah, And I'm not. Why? Those rules don't apply to me. I'm sorry. It's a rock and roll show. And I think for me, part of the issue is it's an older crowd. And the older crowd who may have cut their teeth at the original Black Sabbath shows, they think they get to dictate the terms of what I can and can't do in this day and age. And fuck that, I say. So at a certain point, I had enough. I literally turned around and I challenged the entire rest of the section behind us. I'm like, Any of you guys want to fucking fight? Come on down here. I'll kick all your fucking asses (laughs) to which Mackenzie sank a little lower in his seat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of them. There was a good five, at least that I can remember. And uh, I, I, while I'm no, (laughs) while I'm no rocket surgeon, as we've talked about in earlier episodes here, I am pretty good at math and um, that's a lot of fists to kind of fold off. So you know, I'm trying to calm Andy down a little bit because I don't want us to get into a fight with, you know, half of, of Tacoma Tucky down there. And uh, but I started yelling back at these folks, too. He's like, I started getting hit and shit with, with hitting with shit. And so I'm yelling back like, hey, you know, don't be throwing stuff at me and blah, blah, blah. And it's it starting to turn into a thing.
1: I think we actually left to go out and get a concessions and you wanted Between to. Between bands. Yep. Yeah, when they were done. You know, I suggested that. I should get a couple of big boxes of skittles. Yes. <laughs> and that when Black Sabbath came out, I would take handfuls of skittles from said big boxes plural, yeah, and just throw them behind my head randomly to hit some involved parties and some not involved parties. And I was ready to go. I'm not usually ready to go. I am absolutely not a fighter. However, this one and the thing that stopped me when I I told Mac my idea, he was like Please don't. <laughs> and if it was me solo and I'm only responsible for myself, mm, might have taken it too far. But I have a responsibility to not violate rule one. Don't be a dick.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you did that. I, I didn't want to get in a fight with a whole section. Oh,
1: I'd at least been thrown out, which might have... In- Increased your enjoyment of the show.
0: Yeah. yeah, it would have been better for me, but <laughs> well, I don't remember who drove that night, so maybe not. You don't want to be stuck in. Uh, I'm really ragging on Tacoma a lot today, Stephanie. We love know. you,
1: Tacoma. Woo!
0: Stephanie's not going to like that, but good, good thing they don't listen.
1: All right, so that's the preamble. Did you think of the Rival Sunset though?
0: Very good. No, I was I was impressed with them and I you know there's a several songs that uh, you gave me their CD. I remember I made a trip to California once and I listened to it and there was there was a few that really jumped out to me. But no, I thought they were very very good.
1: Uh, I think the song Jordan is one I. Yes. If you, if you've never listened to them, listen to Rival Sons, their song Jordan. It's brilliant. Yeah, and I was trying to think of the name of it and that that is my favorite one off of that.
0: I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, but let's since we're a little feisty, well, well, wait, 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 before we even get to that part, though, I do want to kind of talk about the standing up thing again. I waver back and forth on that. If I'm a person who, especially maybe if I'm older and if I have, uh, let's say if I'm partially disabled or if I have kind of issues like that, I'm like, I'm going to go up and sit in a seat because I I can't or won't stand down on the floor. Maybe those folks are of that perspective and they're like, look, pal, if you want to stand, maybe you should have gotten a floor seat. Like, I could see people's
1: perspective with that. And I would say if you're partially disabled, there's ADA seating. It's rock and roll. For partially disabled, I agree. Yes. Rock and roll isn't about following the rules. I said this in an earlier episode. It's just not. Had they remotely been cool or asked, they just went right to sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down.
0: They were out of line.
1: And I did turn around. I said to them, I said, listen, I came here for this band. I bet none of you know who they are. You're seeing them or not is not going to change your opinion of this show. Mm -hmm. This is my band, and I promise you I will follow along with the crowd when Black Sabbath comes on. There's a pet peeve of mine that's happened at a couple of other shows. Uh, You and Jeremy were thrown out of one, weren't you, for not sitting? Peter Frampton. Yeah. Yeah, at the Paramount. That was fun.
0: All right, carry on, Mac. Black Sabbath. Yeah, so to move forward with that, though, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. You swore up and down when we were talking about pre-show production things about a month ago that the reason that I sat for this show was because I, I had the flu. No, I said you had a low-grade fever. Whatever. Yeah. Not true. <laughs> 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 and I'm surprised you didn't bring this up because we've argued about
1: it so much. Because I'm right and you're wrong. No, I didn't bring it up. That's the thing. You, you get, you get sensitive if, if somebody even hints that you're wrong. Oh, don't even – we
0: can go there about people getting sensitive about being wrong, but we'd have to pause the episode for that. And nowhere in any of the old posts on Facebook, whether it was comments of comments or blah, 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 blah or posts of like, hey, throwback Thursday, here's that ticket sub from that, was there any mention about me being sick? Never in my life, I can remember one time and one time only can I ever remember even having the sniffles at a show. And that was when uh, Aaron opened for Lucas Nelson at the tractor. And I'll say it now. I probably shouldn't have been at that show. I was too sick, but I wasn't missing.
1: So you brought this up. You tell me you haven't gotten your ass kicked back in the fucking day when you were drinking and you had you weren't you're feeling your best. At a show? Not where it was. Uh
0: well, I got my ass kicked lots of times when I was drinking. I'm that's a way a different. It, know, and
1: I'm guessing you had a low grade fever, at least one or two of those. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that doesn't count because I was blacked out. So I wouldn't remember. So that's when things don't count when you're blacked out. Okay. We're getting off track. Yeah, very much so. But uh, I'm right on that one. You were drinking. I wasn't. I win. Actually, you're on the left. I'm on the right. So, um uh, Back to Sabbath. There's actually more stuff we'll talk about involving crowds, but we actually should talk about this because people who like Black Sabbath are like, what are these two morons babbling on and on about? Uh, The Sabbath show was fantastic, I have to admit. I was very blown away compared to, like I said, ACDC several days earlier, Um, especially blown away by Geezer Butler. He might have been my favorite out of everybody, the bass player. He completely killed it. There was a uh, a young drummer. I, his name is, you know, I don't really remember it anymore, but uh, that kid made a name for himself. I mean, first off, you get to play drums for Sabbath. You've got to be good. And uh, I remember a dude threw down like this 10-minute drum solo that just had everybody in the place, you know, buzzed for
1: sure. I thought Ozzy sounded good. He sounded great. And I, for me, I think that was the big surprise. Again, I I think I knew Tomi Aomi was there, whatever I how say his name, I had no idea the other guys and uh, I was worried about Ozzy. I mean, shit, that guy mumbles when he speaks and going out on stage had absolutely no, no certainty that I could hear a goddamn word he said. Um, It was a really good show. They, you know, I went there to see Rival Sons and I thought Rival Sons would blow them off the stage and I was not correct in my assessment. Yeah,
0: they brought it. Yeah, in the songs, I mean, of course, they did all the hits. I mean, you're going to hear Iron Man and things like that. I, I was a little surprised that they did play War Pigs, like, in the middle of
1: the set. You figured
0: that that would be a closer, but...
1: That's an encore song. In any band we've ever seen who plays War Pigs, it is a set closer for sure. Yeah.
0: And uh oh we'll, we'll talk about that with Temple the Dog eventually. And absolutely folks, you, you're not gonna believe the sort of we have to go with that one. Cool. Uh spoiler alert for that, but yeah, I mean they played they played Black Sabbath, they played Fairies with Boots, all songs that I completely love, Into the Void. I mean, this was right up my alley, music I've been listening to like all my life, and uh and they were great. Uh Ozzy was very good. Uh one thing that was really funny though. God, I hope there's video out there of it somewhere where Ozzy decided to go and he was going to try to throw a bucket of water onto the crowd, like the people in the front of the stage. And he's just running like a madman. I mean, that's basically what he is. And by running, I mean hard steps. Like, and he's going, and he's got this bucket like kind of like on his shoulder and he's running and shaking, like looking like – like a gargoyle from the Smurfs or something or whatever the hell that guy's name was, the the Gargamel, gargamel yeah. And uh, Ozzie missed. He didn't hit the crowd. And instead, he hit uh, the security guard down front who looked none too pleased about being hit with a, a bucket of water. Uh, but, yeah, the security guy wasn't really into it. I don't recall that, but <laughs> that's funny. I very much do, yeah. I can
1: imagine his running, though. I mean, he quite honestly might have needed ADA seating.
0: Yeah, it was, it, it was, was,
1: so <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was not a run, so. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, so let's get back to kind of security stuff again and uh, you know interactions with the crowds. That was not the only thing that happened that night. Back up in the crowd where we were, I remember at one point this was during Sabbath maybe about halfway through their set and there was a girl down in front like sitting right in front of us and uh she was kind of making out with this guy and you know it's a who wouldn't make out at a Sabbath show if you're from Oklahoma, <laughs> <laughs> right? Why do I keep fripping on Tacoma? I'm going to be canceled from
1: Tacoma. Uh, the best case scenario.
0: Yeah. Maybe it was like uh, renting people that went to go visit Tacoma. That Probably way. from Kent. Yeah. Kent. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah Kent, Kent people. Green River people. Yeah. yeah.
0: They came out to yeah, the fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Tacoma's cool. We're good. Anyway, so this this lady's like kind of like making out with some guy until some other guy shows up. Uh, husband, boyfriend, hard to say, but um he was not very happy and he threw the guy who was doing the making out down to the ground and I don't even think he like really threw a punch, but he just kinda like left after that, just like you're down on the ground and and we're sitting here watching all this, like what in the
1: actual hell? That's no, just what Green River people do. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, do believe that's the uh that's the start of a divorce or breakup or some
0: Yeah. uh, Well, so that wasn't the end of it because the dude ended up coming back and then he starts like really yelling at the woman. And that's where I was starting to pay a little bit more attention to them than Sabbath. And because this guy was really going off and screaming at her and throwing a complete fit. And I actually stepped in and I started yelling at him because it looked like he was going to hit her. And I don't know if that woman was in the right or the wrong, Maybe that was her, the guy's brother or her father she was making
1: out. I have no idea. I knew that stuff. Making out with your father, that's, it's, that's Tacoma stuff. That's not Green River. No, that's not Tacoma. Tacoma's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Taquila <laughs> Yeah. Puyallup. Or, yeah, anyways.
0: But regardless, it, it seemed like that, that was maybe going to happen. And no matter what that lady did, she didn't deserve to be hit. And I wasn't going to let that happen. And I, I stepped in and basically just told the guy, like, hey, Knock it off, and um, I think eventually, all, I think all of them left after that. Like all three of them did.
1: So you defend a woman who's getting abused, and not your friend who's getting abused by the crowd. I see how you are. Yeah. Do those answers, David? Yeah. <laughs> Myself up for that. Do it again. <laughs> I'm getting the skittles then next time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was basically like a, a
0: complete Jerry Springer scene, like happening right in front of us, and. Um, only at the
1: Tacoma Dome, right? He would know a Jerry Springer scene when he sees it. Oh, boy. He's actually been on TV on the Jerry Springer show. That's a total, that's a different podcast. I don't want to go into it. Well, we can talk about it. Well, um, oh,
0: let's not. Especially because my girlfriend's probably listening and wants to know what this is about. Okay, so for content, <laughs> I was at the Jerry Springer show. I was not on as a guest. That's a whole that's a whole different meaning there. You rationalize it however you want. I'm going to. I have to. Because if I always said for many years like if I ever get called to be on the Jerry Springer show like as a guest, I'm just going to pack up my vehicle and just drive until I can't drive anymore because I've made a mistake somewhere along the line. Like that's that's really bad news if you get a call to be a, a guest on the Jerry Springer show.
1: To be clear, as far as I know, you're like one taking one punch away from a woman to you being a guest on the Jerry Springer show within the next 90 days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so back to this. I hope he does not edit this out. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I will. So um, so back to Springer. My friends and I, we went there for my 25th birthday, I think this is when I was living in Ohio and still definitely drinking. And uh, they used to tape the episodes in Chicago. So we decided, let's get tickets to sit in the audience for a Springer show. We'll go party in Chicago for the whole weekend. And believe me, we did. And um, we were incredibly hungover. They did tapings on Monday mornings, and you're out there all day. You don't get in until noon. And basically, what happened was there were. Use uh... <laughs> the your
1: words carefully.
0: Yeah, I am. Uh, there were the guests that day were women that were coming out and letting their partners know that they were actually males. And then um, the those people were not happy. That's kind of the gist of what was happening on the stage. Now, everything that happens on the stage is completely scripted. And you can tell like they were missing their lines. And it was just like, okay, I get the gist with this. However, the things that happened in the crowd, that's all ad lib, and it's just as crazy as it looks on TV. I mean, Jerry literally walks up as like, "Who would like to ask a question?" They put a mic in somebody's face, they ask something. People come into the crowd, fights happen. Like this old guy like uh, made fun of somebody on the stage, and that person went up into the crowd, and the old guy punched him in the face. <laughs> so of course I had to ask a question, and uh, and I did, and I stood up and I said, "Hey, you know, to uh, Pamela Anderson on crack up there." I was like, since you're apparently going home empty handed today, why don't you ask that other blonde? Why don't you go home with that other blonde monster that's up on the stage? Well, that other blonde monster was none too pleased and uh, came up into the crowd after me and (laughs) was not stopping. (laughs) And I'm going, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like this is about we're about to have a fight. So I had to like basically brace myself. And uh, I don't think it was Steve that day. He must have had the day off or I don't know what he was doing. But one of the security guards, thank God, um, stopped her from coming and uh, probably beating the shit out of me on national television. And then you would have been a guest. Yeah. Thanks security for not being a guest. And then I would have gotten the phone call eventually to be on there. And um, that would have been bad. And uh, that, that's basically it. That's that's kind of what happened. But all this is captured on television. I have it on a VHS tape in my storage. I'm not I'm not afraid of it. If I ever find it, I'll put it on digital. Or it's probably going to show up on some, you know, Instagram reel someday
1: anyway. But <laughs> our friends are going to enjoy that bit than more of our other bits. Uh, At certain points of like we're fanboys any better? Woo! Hold on, I got Trump card. <laughs> Jerry Springer.
0: I'm glad I finally got that on audio
1: And that's the podcast
0: <laughs> That was so white <laughs> Intermission is coming to a close Better run back to your seat been biting on time, looking for a rhyme, that'll get you up on your feet.